Mizuki Makes presents I Dream of Jungle Gyms Episode 10 The Coven Let's start from the beginning. Being the youngest witch in a coven isn't easy. I was constantly bullied by the other girls and looked down on, especially by Gwen. Other than the headmistresses, she ran the place. All the others listened to her. I'm not sure why I became the target of her hatred, but she always picked on me. Maybe because I was the runt, or maybe just because I was nice. They don't like nice. I guess you could say our coven was a bit of a tourist trap. Don't get me wrong, it was a legit school of alchemy, but the leaders had to pay rent somehow. People are fascinated by the macabre, the eccentric. They want to be freaked out and interested without feeling in any real danger. That's where we come in. They get to tour the old converted cathedral and watch us do small tricks, and in return they pay an entrance fee, buy some food and souvenirs. A win-win. All in all, I like it. I get to meet new people, practice magic, be surrounded by a rich history. I just wish I wasn't picked on as much. One morning, Gwen pulled me aside to a group of the older girls. Okay, okay Sarah. Sarah. So, I guess my name was Sarah. It's, it's time, time for a trial. trial. You, you pass, pass this, and you'll, you'll prove that you really do belong here. here. All you, you have, have to do is reanimate the coven's, coven's familiar. Noir is dead? Tourist car. She said, holding up a flattened black cat, unceremoniously. I couldn't do it. Reanimation is incredibly complex, and I'm nowhere near that level. Which she knew. Tell you what. I'll, I'll be nice. nice. You, you have, have until the end of the day. And with that, she dropped the mass of fur in front of me and walked off with the others. I spent all day trying as hard as I could until finally... <coughs> I saw a stray cat walk by. And while it was an orange tabby, he still had green eyes like Noir. And luckily, color augmentation is something I actually can do. So at the end of the day, Gwen came back. Did you do it, girl? No. I couldn't do it, I said. I just couldn't bring myself to lie about a life. Maybe if I was honest, she would fix Noir herself. <laughs> you stupid girl. I even gave you an easy out. How do you expect to be a great witch if you sabotage yourself with kindness? You put the other cat there? I put the perfect opportunity in front of you, and you failed. You'll never be a witch. You don't have the balls. She waved her hand at the dead cat. It became an orange tabby, a lot like the other one. Wait, I, I can do it! I can change the other to look like Noir! That was Noir. This is just some stray cat I caught wandering around. Yours. She smiled, a sick, mischievous smile, and started walking away. Wait, I said. What can I do to prove I can be a good witch? That will be your first lesson. There is no such thing as a good witch. There are great witches and dead ones. I'll tell you what. I'll give you one last chance. For any decent sorceress, it should be easy. Be mean. Easy as that. Be inconsiderate and rude for the next, let's say, 36 days. 
And, and if, if you, you fail, if, if anyone catches you so much as say, sorry, you'll have hell to pay. Do you accept? I... Yes, I accept. Easy peasy. And with a final sneer, she sauntered away. The next 36 days were... different. At first, I really struggled. When guests would come, I would ignore them. If they ordered food, I would struggle not to say thank you or sorry. But after a while, I got used to it. I even started to like it. All of a sudden, I would purposefully insult guests. If they ordered, I would throw their change at them or put the wrong order down. I felt so invigorated not having to care for others all the time. I felt so powerful. That was until the last day. Okay, pause. There's this internet show that I watch every day. It's called Good Mythical Morning, and it's about these two men named Rhett and Link. Now, I've been a fan of them for years, and, and suddenly, suddenly, they were there! Rhett and Link! Here! For a tour! I mean, what are the chances? And just as I went up to them, about to introduce myself and tell them how much of a fan I was, I saw Gwen, eyeing me, with her sly smile. Her blonde bob cut swaying as she shook her head at me. Well, hi there, Rhett said, smiling down at me, and by down, I mean, he's six seven. I wanted to tell him how much he's made me laugh and how I admire him, but instead, I stomped on his foot and walked away, glaring at the she-devil. I made my way behind the checkout counter at the food stand and admired them from afar, which was probably for the best. All day they would pass by, or I would sneak around, just about to compliment them, and another witch would pop up to keep an eye on me. So I would end up doing something mean, like say something horrible or bite one of them. Sorry, Link. At the very end of the day, everyone was thanking them for their visit. Link and the team left, the other girls all went to bed, and Rhett was on his way out when I chased after him. At first, he went to run away, calling me a little psycho, which I don't blame him for. That's how I was acting all day. But I yelled after him, pleading, Please, wait! I'm such a big fan! I'm so sorry for my behavior today, but it, but it wasn't my fault! The other girls here, they, they aren't nice to me, and they told me if I broke my word, I would be punished! He stopped and listened, at least partially believing me, and decided to hear me out. I leapt into a hug and I couldn't help but cry, finally feeling a semblance of safety. I'm so happy you came here today, I'm sorry. Hey, he said, it's okay, it's okay. Tell me more about these girls. So I did. I explained the deal and the situation. That's terrible, he nodded, stroking his beard. We sat on the front steps of the old cathedral. The hard carved stone did little to comfort me as I told my tale of woe. As far as I was concerned, I made it all the way to 36 days of being terrible. But if this is what being a witch was, I don't think I want to be one anymore. You know what, he said, standing up. I'm going to teach you some self-defense. And he offered his hand. We snuck back in and went away from the stairs leading to the dorms, hopefully away from prying eyes. Rhett taught me some punches and kicks, even a few tricks for evading multiple people. That is, until one of the younger girls walked by. Ciel. She looked pretty out of it, sleepwalking, probably. But Rhett hid behind a pillar anyway. 
She then looked at me with hazy eyes and said, 33, and walked away back upstairs. After a minute, Rhett peeked back out. 33? What's that? I have no idea, I shrugged. Well, it's getting late anyway, kid. I should be getting back to the hotel. Good luck, he said, and gave me one last tug before going to the exit. I started climbing the stairs to go to bed myself when I saw a group of eyes waiting for me at the top, but it was too late. I tried to scream, but the group of girls were too fast. Probably half a dozen of them leapt out at me and started violently dragging me down the stairs back into the main lobby. Waiting there was Gwen, who stood tall, glaring at me, her mouth trying to hide a smile. And Rhett, who must have heard my scream and tried to save me, but the others grabbed him and tied him to a stone table, covering his mouth to keep him from screaming. Poor little brat. Just can't help but be a disappointment. No! I screamed. It's the 36th day. I just wanted to say one nice thing. I made it this far. I didn't think it would be a big deal. Please, please don't hurt him. Candles lit all around the room suddenly started glowing an eerie purple as the flame changed color. Now, she said walking close to me. Her voice was almost soothing. The others bound my hands behind me with rope and threw me at her feet. She knelt down next to me and pushed my strawberry blonde hair out of my face. Repeat after me. Her pale blue eyes turned to a purple as vibrant as the fire. 33. You will obey. 33. You will obey. 32. The matrons always right. 32. The matrons always right. 31. Kindness is weakness. 31. Kindness is weakness. 30. Weakness is not tolerated. 30. Weakness is not tolerated. 29. You are nothing without the covenant. 29. You are nothing without the covenant. 28. But the covenant is all me. to a nightmare in a very, very long time. Oh, I'm just glad I woke up before one. Now, this is the most recent dream that I've talked about. Some of these are years old, but this one is only a few months. And it's not the first time I've dreamed about that woman. She's... She's always after me. I Dream of Jungle Gyms is written and directed by Alexandra Hooper, produced by Alexandra Hooper and Samantha Mashinsky, sound designed by Samantha Mashinsky, and music by Brandon Hooper and Juan Yang. This episode featured Alexandra Hooper as Alex, Sydney Peebler as Sarah, and Samantha Mashinsky as 
the queen. If you'd like to keep the dream alive, consider following our socials at Mizuki Makes on TikTok and Instagram and the I Dream of Jungle Gyms Facebook page. I Dream of Jungle Gyms is a production by Mizuki Makes. Keep dreaming! <laughs>